0: Feral Audio
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the opening notes of Hysteria. The album Hysteria. The lead track, Women. Def Leppard is one of the most successful hard rock bands of the 80s, and Hysteria was self-consciously designed to be a blockbuster-like thriller except for pop metal. Every song was designed to be maximum melodic, able to be released as a single, able to make millions of dollars. And this song in America anyway was the first single released off of Hysteria, an album that went on to sell 12 and a half million copies in America, 12 and a half more worldwide. This song is the first single fucking flopped. It did terrible. It almost took the entire album down with it. And there's nothing, there's nothing really that wrong with it. It, 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 it. it just didn't hit. It just was not a commercial success.
2: And now, That's like the hair on top of my head, it's lost to memory. People look at me, they see a big gray beard. They don't see the beautiful head of hair I used to see. My beard has poured some sugar on me. This is some lost hair metal. Wait,
1: or as we like to call it, bald metal.
2: Hey, how's it going, guys? This is the Beyond Ya Rock podcast. The podcast where we take you on an uncharted journey through arbitrary genres. Then we count them down, because that makes for compelling podcasts. My name is J.D. Riznar. I'm here with my friend Hollywood Steve. Hello. And my other friend David Lyons. Hello. And my another, a guy I know named Hunter Stare. Hey guys, <clears throat> you didn't get the French shut up.
0: Oh man, this is gonna be a good one. This yeah. is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck you, <laughs> Hunter. I feel like uh, it's finally coming. This is our. <laughs> Third one? Gonna gonna kick some ass. We're we're due. Gonna kick some ass tonight.
2: So we're the guys who brought you the internet show Yacht Rock, and that's the only reason you would ever listen to this podcast, because three of us know nothing about music, and Hollywood Steve is a music encyclopedia. Except I've been retired from that for a while. Yeah, but that doesn't make a, a good podcast dynamic. So we're gonna give you what you want and throw you a Yacht Rock bone, as we do all the time when you listen to this podcast.
1: Constantly.
2: Today's yacht Rock Bone Throw is brought to you by the Loggins clan. But it's not Kenny Loggins. It's his evil cousin. (laughs) His crappy second cousin Dave Loggins.
1: I did not know these guys were related.
2: They are. They're second cousins, which I think means that their dads are cousins. Listen, this song has all the elements. It's got the smooth sound. It's got, they're talking about boats and tropical islands and sailing and everything. I mean, this should be a Yacht Rock song. And I mean, it, it kind of is, but it's really on the cusp.
0: And it's a little suspicious because it's almost too perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is Dave Loggins' attempt to really muscle his way into the Yacht Rock scene. I hey. wouldn't let this guy in because he'd be
0: coming in, like, dressed at the park, going, Come on, guys. Look at me. Listen to my sound. Yeah,
3: I wore the same hat and I took my photo on a boat. Let me in uh, hey, your club. My cousin.
0: My cousin Kenny. Yeah,
2: I mean, this is what this is released in 1977, right in the heart of the yacht rock sound. Uh, you know, I don't see any yacht rockers of note in the album line. Like no guitar player has ever played for Toto. The only thing suspect in the album very line, very suspect, yeah, is a guy named Pop Bottle who's on bass. And I haven't been able to find any other credits by Pop Bottle. You know what I think, Hmm. I think it's Kenny Loggins. I think you're right. He didn't want his name on it? Yeah, he said, take my name off this shit. Hey Kenny, it's your cousin Dave, will you sing background vocals on my sweet song wearing a captain's hat on the album cover? No, but I will play bass for you. (laughs) But you can never use my
3: name, and maybe there was a pop bottle in the room, and he's like, uh, call me, uh,
2: pop bottle. This song is called One Way Ticket to Paradise. I don't know if I've said that yet, but this song is called One Way Ticket to Paradise. And I think it's sort of, it means, hey, Kenny Loggins, come with me on my boat. And we're going to go for a little ride to paradise. I think his plan here was to lure Kenny onto his boat, stab him to death, throw him in the ocean, and assume his role as Kenny Loggins in the world. So no, no ticket, ticket home? Yeah, one-way ticket. There's no ticket home.
0: Um, Dave Loggins is a, uh, he's tied to Jimmy Buffett. So he kind of was, which is why I call him the evil cousin. because how's, how's he tied to Buffett? He, he wrote some songs for him and he, oh. uh, he did some backgrounds and vocals on some of his stuff. He did the, he brought, he was basically in, the inventor of the much uh, maligned Southern Yacht Rock. Oh, oh this is okay. the guy who did Please Come to Boston. Yes,
2: that yeah. was his first big hit, yeah. Yeah,
1: hey guys, hey guys, I know you got a real nice scene with nice weather down there in Southern California, but <laughs> do you want to come up and sail in Boston? No. I know the weather's worse and it's a lot colder, but but, but, but please, please, guys.
2: Uh, all right, listen guys, this bone's been thrown. Yeah. Get out of here, it's Dave. This bone's been buried. Get out of here, Dave Long. but this, it's a fascinating song to listen to, check it out sometime. We'll talk we about repair.
0: Southern Yacht Rock
2: later. Yeah, we got a good theme today, like... Uh like if if the point of this podcast is to give you a great playlist every weekend and have an awesome time for music you may or may not have heard before Hollywood Steve has brought it tell us about the kind of music we're talking about today.
1: All right, JD. Well, I wanted to do great lost hair metal, and we decided to call it bald metal because lost hair. Ha hmm. <laughs> oh, The, the oh, title. Wow.
2: It, the title is too clever for its own good. It'll never catch on, but I like it. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. But people hear bald metal, they're gonna think like Rob Halford. Yeah.
1: Right now, see, when we're talking about bald metal, like I'm not talking about when these when these hair metal guys got old and their hair started falling out, like in the mid '90s, and they all signed to CMC International. And they started putting out records that were no fun anymore because they didn't know what to do if they were not going to be commercially successful. Um, Because hair metal, you know, was a very, very, very commercial genre. The point was to have hits and sell a lot of records and make money and be rock stars. So to me, when you're talking about great lost hair metal, the key is its lack of commercial success in spite of the musical elements having been good enough to achieve commercial success. Like, I'm looking for commercial songcraft, like hooks, riffs, melodies, all the little memorable bits of ear candy that stick in your head. I have an example
2: that did not make our countdown.
1: Fantastic.
2: Like oh, it sure does. We'll Listen. In- I'm I'm surprised I've heard this song. I'm lucky that I have. It's Engve Malmsteen, a guitar god. His music is the nerdiest guitar garbage I've ever heard in my life. He's brilliant. <laughs> yes, but, he is. But his music is no fun to listen to. He's this is
1: almost the, brilliant in spite of himself. This is
2: the one song that's fun to listen to, but because it's Engve and he's got no fan base, it just sort of got lost. Do you I think this, he knows yeah, this
1: was like a guy who wasn't really mainstream, he wasn't really aiming for commercial success, but suddenly he made one nod towards it with this song.
2: Do you think he knows how to speak English? No. So that's what it's makes English. the song even better. He speaks English. I think he speaks through guitar riffs.
0: Heaven tonight.
2: <laughs> 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 Sounded uh, right. We'll talk about the accents in symphonic metal someday. Oh my god, they're my favorites. Are we still talking about what bald metal is? Yeah, you can, you can. Because I'd like to chime in, like, please do. Uh,
0: that a lot of these songs, especially tonight, are coming in at that 90s. Into the '90s hair metal, where it was so popular. It was so popular. It was the thing. Yeah, it had three things going. This this came up because there were so many bands moving out to LA because it was it just hit peak popularity and there was feeding frenzy. There were so many uh, music record execs uh, doing cocaine and handing out record deals, doing this, and all of a sudden this
2: description's starting to feel like 1993 on the hair metal scene.
0: And then all of a sudden, there's this thing called. Just kind of hanging over, and like no one really is paying attention to it. I I called the Sword of Damocles just hanging over, and all of a sudden, everybody makes an album, and then boom, dead. And so, they all these albums kind of leak out as no one gives a shit anymore,
2: and that's bald metal to me. And a ton of those albums had great songs, and we're gonna count them down. You guys ready to get started? Let's Let's do it. Let's get started.
0: Listen to that sweet riff. I like this song. Yeah, it's real good. These
1: guys are named Babylon AD. This song is called Bang Go the Bells.
0: And do they ever? They, Am I right? they go bang a lot. Because bells go bang. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah, banging the bells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like heaven is tonight. Yeah. <laughs> bells go bang. Uh, and th- these guys,
1: these guys were new to me. Hunter turned me on to these guys. I, I watched a lot of Dial MTV back in the day. That's what they called Total Request Live back in the '80s, and it was all <laughs> it was all hair metal bands plus like maybe a new Kids on the Block song here and there. And I never saw these guys on there. Like they got they got so far lost in that shuffle. I can't I couldn't even find like there's no music critic who even has an opinion on these
0: band.
2: <laughs> Listen to this, to I this, went this deep chorus. For Listen this one. to this chorus. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, because that's oh, what the they do, guys. Yeah. a little yeah. bit more awesome.
2: Now, to me, this song's about one of three things. It's either about a guy who wants to marry a lady real bad and is singing about it in the most badass way possible. Like, like the bells, bells. The bells are wedding bells. Like, bang, go the bells. Will you marry ding. me? They don't go ding. they no, go bang. Because that's how much he loves her. It could also be about a guy who has a sure thing lady that he booty calls, and then he goes over there, and as soon as he kisses her, he comes in his pants. So the bells are the balls and the banging oh, is like ejaculating. You're
1: saying this song could originally have been called Bango the Balls,
0: but then they changed it for radio play. Because they're right. artists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Listen to the lyrics. I think that's what it's about. Also, Before- oh yeah,
0: I want to say while you say listen to the lyrics. I'm convinced the first line of this is every time you lick my ham. I've watched this over and over again and listened gonna- to it. The bang. Oh. Okay. And this is the part he where... He doesn't like- say hands.
2: He says every time you lick my ham. When you look in my eyes. Oh. Give <laughs> me a break. So, the third thing I think this is about is a guy who gets to humping very quickly. Like, the bells are his testicles banging against the lady's taint. And he's just on tape. You know, so, movies, again, it's bango the in balls. And bango the balls. You know, in movies when ladies are having a bad time having sex and there's a shot of the guy on top of her just pumping uh, and pumping and she's bored? That's this guy. He's going, eh, 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 you like that? Eh, eh. Anyway, that's the song to me.
0: <laughs> I love when this turns into Dear Yacht Rock Forum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Number
0: nine.
1: Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Now, I, I I feel like it might be pushing it to, to call a Poison song "Lost," but in this case, this was like the first
0: Poison single that flopped since like the beginning of their career. Um, this is a good example of what hair metal, or uh, bald metal, could be. Yeah,
1: it's because this is a great song. This might be my favorite Poison song. This like, is absolutely, absolutely my favorite Poison
3: yeah, song. I was surprised to see it's it on fantastic.
0: the list. This is kind of, I looked at it, this is like the line that everything before this had a chance, everything after this, no. Nope. Sorry, you've already failed. You may not have released your single yet, but
2: it ain't going nowhere. If this song was released in uh, 1986 instead of '90, we'd all be riding motorcycles today.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Brett Michael. This, this, yeah, this is just a song about how Brett Michaels loves motorcycles. It's this real, super romanticized view of motorcycles and motorcycle culture. It's hard to see actual bikers adopting it as a personal anthem.
3: Yeah, this because it's
1: by Poison. <laughs>
3: Not and a I, lot of Harley riders. Th- you this
0: you drive a scooter. Yeah, I got a I got a Vespa. Would you, you listen to this? And I would. <laughs> oh yeah, this is <laughs> a Vespa But this is yeah, dream. this is born, yeah. To, born
1: to be mild. All right, there you go. <laughs> would you say that you rode the wind on your way over here
3: tonight?
2: Yeah, but I'm kind of
0: slow wind. Yeah,
2: a slow hot wind. I gotta say, Brett Michaels is the luckiest guy in rock. He's hands down the worst singer in rock and roll history. But he's so beautiful and looks so good in makeup that the ladies just went crazy for him. Isolate the vocals of this song, you're going to hear a guy straining, you're going to hear a guy with very little soul who can barely sing the song, and this is like three albums in. He's not learned a thing. (laughs) No, I was going to
0: say, and this song is a good example of when lyrics can be so generic that they completely lose all meaning, because if you really break this song down, it doesn't have any meaning at all. It's just a bunch of... it's
1: really inspiring
0: It's a bunch of cliches. No, it's a bunch of
3: bad cliches over and over again. Ride the Wind, Midnight Sun, he could be singing about anything.
2: <laughs> good segue countdown uh <laughs> countdown courtesy of hunter Stare
3: yeah that, you're welcome audience yeah, it sounded like that guy was riding the wind
2: this song takes a minute to ramp up
1: oh what could it be
2: I mean it's not like it's any surprise <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta listen. We actually rehearsed these, these.
3: beforehand. It,
0: spell that. the name yeah, of this yeah, band when this after band, you pronounce it, because it's this
1: just, band is called Taiketto and they came out they came out in the early '90s, and they they did kind of a hair metal arena rock hybrid, and it was the
0: worst possible point in human history to be doing that sound. This is one of the most. Egregious uh, uh, uses of bad spelling and hair metal. How they they, they, they they somehow created a fake word and then spelled it wrong.
1: T Y K I even, I even mispronounced. That. You haven't even said the name of the song This song is called "Burning Down Inside." It's off their first album. I like it because it's the one that sounds most like a Rocky soundtrack.
3: Yeah, you can could, you could see this playing over a montage. Yeah. You're saying this is Survivor-esque? This song? Yeah, I, you can hear Survivor in here. I hear a little Mr. Mister in the beginning, which I think is uh, touching on the arena rock portion.
0: I heard country. some Hag- Van Hagar in this.
2: You know, this song's not too late to find a Rocky movie. The Creed franchise is just, is just ramping up. And in Creed 4, when little Creed has to fight uh, ISIS's best boxer to defend America, you they're listen- gonna need two songs in a row on the Man. soundtrack. You listening, Hollywood? Yeah. Man, wouldn't gonna, it be awesome if they're it gonna went <laughs> that way? They're gonna need two songs in a row on the soundtrack oh. that are about the insides of you burning. I'm in. Like on Rocky IV, starts with uh, burning hearts oh. and hearts on fire. Yeah. yeah. This is, we need burning down inside and then like uh, burning tummy or something like that. But
0: I will say. Of course, again. Okay, so this is 1991. This is the point where like. You gotta, you gotta either evolve, make an attempt to evolve, or you're just dead. And, uh, and they're consciously looking backwards
1: they, by a few years. Well, like. it's, they're
0: they're <laughs> approaching that uh, right now, Van Hagar. But then they're like, no, nope, this is just about banging a chick.
2: Survivor sounded great, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is us being Taiketo. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, it's, it's all right, but saying, let's but let's we're still gonna make it about a chick, right? That yeah, Survivor yeah. Sounded okay. Great. Cool. Survivor
3: sounded great in 1983. It's eight years
1: later. <laughs> let's do it again. Yeah. Nobody's doing this anymore. But th- but they really had a chance. Anyway, Hollywood. Next Rocky movie. It, this can be about sports or love. Yeah, go for but it. But don't make it about a chick. But it, it's a double. Number seven. All right. This is the band. Known in their homeland as the Choir Boys. Q-U-I-R-E. But in America, they were renamed the London Choir Boys. I guess there was maybe another band that had already taken that particular misspelling of <laughs> Choir Boys? I'm well, they, not sure.
0: That was technically their fourth name. Did you did you go over that? So they were the original Choir Boys spelled correctly. Then oh, they were? Then, yes, yes. Then they were the Queer Boys wow yes that seems like an odd choice well that's my point about this band not one that they chose themselves no i don't they didn't know what they wanted because these guys were playing these guys were playing in a i don't know what the famous london uh uh, punk new wave uh, venue but that's where they these guys played and they ran across different sort of bands and i think they're playing with punk bands so they They adopted that. More of a. That sort of queer. Like like the LA. A controversial name. Called the Queers.
1: A controversial name. Thanks for
2: that history lesson on the name of the Choir Boys.
0: This is really well good, researched.
3: Good, good guys. point. it well, have been d-
2: made a lot faster, <laughs> or none at all. Because the fact is, this is a sweet song called Hey, a song. Hey You. Oh, it should thanks, be, it thanks should for in the song. Yeah. thanks for telling us what it's the song was. It's called Hey was. You, and yeah. it should be an anthem at rock shows. But the chorus is Hey You, what you gonna do? Got to stand by your man like a, another woman can. Yeah, this is a song from a country song. Yeah, it's but, a, it's right, a. Weak, let's
0: listen it, to this chorus. It, okay, listen to the chorus. This doesn't sound like hair metal to me. It just doesn't. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Hunter on that. You. Was it's my point?
1: Hair, it's it's like Stonesy, Facesy. That's that blues rock from the '70s. Yeah, I packaged yeah. like hair metal with that 80s. This, scene
0: so like their top. names when they changed personas, I don't think they ever knew what they wanted to sound like. Listen,
1: I think this is what a band like that had to sound like in the '80s. If this they is wanted the Stones at radio. Right they want to the sound point. like the Stones and the Faces. This is a little less rollicking and good-timey because they're real mad at their girlfriend.
2: Last point on this song, if they wrote it better, they'd still be playing it at hockey games today. But they didn't. It's lost.
1: Number six. (laughs) These are great. All right, number six. We're halfway through the podcast with this song, so it's the end of side one. If you remember tapes or LPs, I want to close it with the album closer... On Cinderella's Long Cold Winter album. This was never even released as a single, and it's fantastic. That's a great album. It's a top to bottom, Long Cold Winter is one of the best hair metal albums ever recorded. Like, song for song, it's just. Like even the album filler, they made it more solid and more memorable than they than they had to, because they're just a damn good band.
2: I never got into uh, hair metal in my youth, which is something I don't necessarily regret, because now I can get into it in my 30s and I can listen to this Cinderella C- Cinderella album. Is that yeah. what they're called? Ter- terrible, terrible band yeah. name. They're way cooler than their name. Um, I'm gonna listen to this and I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy it. I love this song. I love. It starts with a cowbell mm-hmm. and a slide guitar. These lady boys are ready for a hootin' Annie. I love songs where the guys do that. Like they're all pretty and dressing up, and they're like, let's appeal to the southern audience. I don't know. It's like well, groupies. this is
1: also in the '80s. If you were a hair metal band and you wanted to seem more quote unquote authentic. You, critics, you want would you start, want sell. Start incorporating some blues into your sound.
0: This guy uh, has one of the most unique voices in rock and roll, and I have the, yeah, no his, idea
1: what who his name is. His name is Tom Kiefer. Yeah. He's sort of a no sort, idea. He's sort of a prototype for Axl Rose in a way. Like he's got that, you know, bluegrass. They say the high lonesome sound. Tom Kiefer has that high
0: raspy sound. And to prove I'm I'm full of shit, this has a slide guitar in it, bluesy. Just like the last song, but this sounds like hair metal to me, so I don't
3: know. Yeah, what the, I, that the last I'm song about. could have been the Counting Crows it's or, uh, or uh, not Tom Counting Hefers, Crows. Uh.
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah. Black Crows. This it, it sounds like it hurts to sing. Steve, did he have a vocal coach? How do you, how do you sing that way? In I hair have no metal? idea,
1: but he still sings that way.
0: I think like... he had vocal cancer. He had throat cancer. I think. Polyps. Is that true? He had something wrong with his throat. Yeah, that's, that's what happens when you sing like this.
2: I'm gonna get his autobiography out of the library. I'm gonna read about that. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Let's take a little break from this countdown. This song is great. It's hard to it's hard to take a break, but we have to move on. That's just we can't do a five hour podcast. It'd Listen be even to more the songs boring. on
1: Spotify if you want to hear how awesome they are in full.
2: Oh yeah. You follow me, JD Riznar, on Spotify, I keep track of all these playlists. I'm a very good uh very good archivist. Archivist, that's the word I was looking for. Um what are we doing? Fifty States and Fifty Podcasts, a terrible segment that I'm rolling well, with. We're the worst rolling with segment it. ever. And uh, the worst
0: segment in podcasting. Here it comes 50 here. states and 50
2: musics. What music? What? Music. Music. Here's our song. Um, this is Hunters, right? Yes. This is Hunters. I, Steve and I know where it's from. Can you guess where it's from? Well, I know. Oh, oh it's you from know it Hawaii, It's from guys. Hawaii, guys. Okay.
0: from Hawaii. What's
2: your connection with Hawaii, Hunter? Uh, my wife grew up there, oh,
0: and there we you. got married there. Oh, um, I remember that.
1: I yeah. remember that too.
0: And in my travels, I started enjoying Hawaiian music, and there's not a lot of information about it, and it's really hard to find out. And I really like this song. This is a guy I just found out about it. Uh, it's called it's by Mackie Fury and Nightlife
2: called Don't Change Your Mind. I like it. It sounds kind of like a white guy reggae, like with synthesized... He's uh, not Holly, He's not Holly. What does that mean? That means white white guy in Hawaiian. Well, his music sure to sound like he is. Because Don Don Ho sounds like a real white guy, too. But I like the fake, the fake synthesized... Everything synthesized. It's like, forget German, have a bottle of Bartles and James. Okay, I I think, I'm going to get into that. I'm, I'm going to get into, into what he just brought up.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah.
2: I think there's a flute coming up. I don't think the flute's synthesized.
3: I
0: think someone's jamming on a
2: flute. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is a this is definitely a uh, an outlier of Hawaiian music, and it's like I said, it's hard to find uh, stuff about Hawaiian music because it's mostly slack key ukulele music like and traditional and, and stuff. Like traditional stuff, and then the '70s had a lot of like cool sort of approaching yacht rock stuff. That if you like yacht rock, you'd really be into this. And then this guy was trying to go a little bit past what came next was a little thing called Jawaian. And that came in the late 80s, and it was basically like, imagine if music had a margarita bill. That's what Jawaian is. It was a bunch of tourists came and said, I'm, I'm, I'm on the beach. What should I listen to? Surfers and stuff? I should listen to reggae, because that makes sense, right? No, it makes no sense. Hawaiians have their own style of music. You don't have to it's it's the bob marley poster of music
2: melee come leaky lock over here i huh, guys? i really appreciate his proper
3: pronunciation of ukulele <laughs>
0: it it killed the 70s the cool 70s approaching 80s stuff and i really like this song this guy he didn't get his due he had a bad uh, ending in, in jail
2: Ooh. Oh, he oh, committed suicide gee. in jail? In jail.
0: Up it's today. not oh. good. Not a good ending oh, for this. Oh, there's guy. that flute. Oh, there, oh it is. there it
2: is. Let's file this podcast under sad. Is there a that sad was, podcast category? is the most category?
0: depressing, joyous music I've ever heard.
2: I know. But um, this guy's
0: awesome. I invite anybody to try to do the research, especially what's all music guides. Hey, what's this guy's name? Mackie Fear. <laughs> Mackie Fury, and Nightlife. And he did a lot of solo stuff. He was in an awesome band called Kalapani, which is a uh, traditional a uh, Hawaiian band that you would hear there. And it's just awesome. Do more research. All Music guy. do more research no. about Hawaiian music. Have fun with it. It's Don't, awesome.
2: No. Hunter's starting a Hawaiian music podcast next week. Just subscribe to no. that on iTunes at feralaudio.com. Can we ask no questions about Hawaii? <laughs> not yet, because we got to get back to our rock and roll countdown. Save it for emails. Boo, Jawan. Number five.
1: Oh, listen to this fucking thing. Yeah, this is... This is White Lion. This is the first single off their second album. It went nowhere. It got played on MTV, actually, quite a bit, but pop charts, it did nothing.
3: I think I touched my first boob to White Lion. Mm
2: The problem with this song probably is it doesn't have a name.
1: This song is called Little Fighter.
3: Oh, oh. Well,
2: well, that's not the reason it didn't didn't chart. Okay. Here comes the vocal right here. (laughs) Dick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sweet! Here comes the guitar. Uh... So this is um, this is a, a song that could be kind of an inspirational anthem about anything, but it's actually about Greenpeace.
2: Huh, That's really dumb. Really?
0: Oh, <laughs> yes. I used to like this song. <laughs> it is actually I don't about
3: greenpeace. I don't think it's true. I think
2: Little no, Fighter's about his penis. <laughs> it's more likely. It should be yeah. about his penis. Who cares about greenpeace? I care about yeah. White Lion's lead singer's penis. Stand up, Little Fighter. Mm-hmm. What's his name? I know Mike, it. Mike Tramp. Mike is Tramp. Yeah, name. I, he's it's, really distinct. I,
0: I, I don't necessarily dislike Greenpeace, but I didn't think the song was about Greenpeace. it's I,
2: a lame thing to sing about if you're in a and, hair metal band. Yeah, yeah.
1: Listen, listen to how sweet the chorus is, though.
0: No, I, I really like this song. It's very. Yeah, historical. it's a good song, I mean, yeah. even if it is about Greenpeace. It would go yeah. on my Jock Jams. On a good version of Jock Jams, I would put Your own one.
2: personal Jock Jams. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, isn't, isn't there a rumor that White Lion might be like a pseudo Christian band? I'm I've starting heard that rumor, okay. actually. I'm starting that rumor, actually. I
1: i could not find anything about it on Google. Oh, no. We used to
2: talk about that in middle school. I'm, oh. I'm going to start the rumor that. I think of White. Yeah. I'm going to start the rumor that this song's actually about Jesus. You know, rise again, little fighter, little little son of God, you little son of a gun. Singing about his dick. We need a savior to come and help us in this 80s hard rock hair metal scene. Little Jesus, you little fighter, come on. Come fight for us, you little guy. I mean,
1: you think about White Lion, it's probably named after Aslan from the Chronicles of Narnia. They, they got, they got like a little when they did. When the children cry, they kind of put in some stealth plugs for praying. For hey guys, God
2: hey guys! Us. Remember all those uh, good bands that wrote about Lord of the Rings? No, we're gonna yeah, talk about that's those another, later. That's later. A future podcast. That's a future podcast yes. right Hunter and I there. found a great one.
3: Number four.
2: Oh. Oh, this one has a it has gonna, a sound effect it's it's gonna begin
3: to begin It's going
0: to ramp up a little oh. bit here. Yeah. Well,
3: I like the bongo on the uh, number four. Why did people ever start their
2: songs with sound effects?
0: Was it the first it's... song
2: on the album? Because it's awesome? No, it's not. <laughs> Fuck them.
0: No, if it's the first song on the album, it's okay. No, it's not. Yes, it is.
2: Oh.
1: oh. I think it might have been the first song on side two. What's this song called, no, Hollywood Steve? That this, song... this song is going to ramp up here in a bit. This song is by... Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> Say what? the name. This song is by Kick Tracy... And it's called In Trance.
2: I was having fun until this point.
1: This song,
3: Do you know why they call themselves that? No, do you? No, I don't. I just see Tracy. I think Tracy Guns and that whole L.A. scene. They were actually protégés of slaughter.
1: Makes a lot of sense. Of course. Of course they were. And this is, they did, uh, their first album was called No Rules. It was very hair medley. A little more complex than usual, though. And on this, this was their uh, kind of their unofficial farewell EP. And they went kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of... <front>. Unofficial <laughs> <Yes>. farewell? <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't intend it as their farewell EP. It just kind of worked out that way. <laughs> this
0: Good is brunch. definitely what I like to call post-to-Seattle Lockerblips. Oh,
2: my God. Welcome to Grunge Town. Yeah, I think, I think these guys saw the... You can kind of still hear the hair metal in
1: the vocals. He's, he's still kind of... Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. yeah, like, these guys saw the writing Alice on the, and the wall.
3: And they're like, you know what, what can we do to make us yeah. sound more grunge? Yeah, this is Alice. So they shit this one out. Yeah, this Alice
0: is- doesn't like you, Tracy. You kick <laughs> and she's in chains.
2: I don't get it. The reason- no, she- but it was good. It's good that we that we prepare. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, the reason I like this I like this song, it was uh even though it's not very hair metal, it was produced by this guy named Chris Goss, who is in good. a stoner band called Masters of Reality. That kind of like they had Ginger Baker on their second album. And he he went on to produce all the uh, the Caius albums after, like the big stoner like desert rock.
2: Oh yeah, but it's, like predecessors of Queens of the Stone Age. It just whole went down a steep tree. hole. <laughs> Here's pr- the problem with this song. And well, like that's it's what she just- said it should be called Hair Metal is Dead what? like if you if you why? got drunk drunk to whiskey on this song you'd be bummed out if you tried to bang a groupie to this song she'd be too stoned and like this so- It's te- this song is terrible and makes me sad yeah we should go back to the Steve Hole comment
1: <laughs> I, like, I like this song and I
0: like going down a Steve Hole let's do it why like would that. she why would she say that you hey, don't know me Steve Hole uh, pop me open a beer would you
1: starting off slow. Do you think this is going to be a slow song? you guys think this is going to be a slow song? Or do you think it's going to start to rock? I I think it's going to stay
2: slow. It's going to stay slow.
1: Fuck! Oh, you got it wrong. This is fan called...
2: I'll bet it slows down again. Yeah, this is just... We're going to find out.
1: Nope. Who is... Oh, Mama's in the kitchen. What is this song called, Hollywood, Steve? Well, I'll tell you. It's called... Wasted in America is by a band called Love Hate. And the lead singer of this band is this <laughs> kind of Axel screechy Axel sound alike.
3: It story. seems like it seems like a lot of guys on this list were kind of aping Axel, like trying to do a screechy thing like I don't think Tom Kiepher intentionally was trying to Imitate Axl Rose But a lot of these guys Do have okay. that speech He came before Axl Rose This is right. Jizzy
0: Pearl Definitely could have been The next Axl I was
1: gonna say Before the sweet chorus hit That the lead singer Of this band's name Is Jizzy Pearl And he chose that name Consciously Oh it's not his real name? Mm-hmm. No he was actually Not <laughs> his born named Pearl He chose to adopt huh. The name Jizzy Pearl Like Mini Pearl
2: <laughs> yeah. Except with jizz Yeah cause that's cooler uh, yeah, we forget that the 90s didn't kill, like, the grunge didn't kill hair metal completely. Like, Guns N' Roses lived on the charts alongside Nirvana. Yeah. And this song, so this song should have had a home, but for some reason it didn't make it. Well, he, this guy knew hair metal
0: and that's it. I think Axel knew a little more than hair metal. America.
2: Yeah, he was always trying to out-pretentious Kurt Cobain. That yeah. was always fun. I don't yeah. Remember Rain Garbage that he did? Oh, that was uh, Should have gone so this way. route.
3: Well, he was always picking fights with uh, Kurt Cobain as well. But as,
0: going back to and Jizzy. Bob Cuccioni- oh, let's sorry. get back
1: to Jizzy. Let's yeah. get back to Jizzy.
0: <laughs> How do you I wanna, I I wanna, I suppose he say, got that tell, nickname?
1: I want to tell a quick anecdote. When I when I used to work at the All Music Guide, I was once accused by one of my bosses
2: of completely making up the name Jizzy Pearl <laughs> and trying to sneak a really stupid joke into the database. Instead, he snuck a really stupid joke into America. <laughs> But this song is great. This should be our new national anthem. Nobody I knows. Agree. Nobody knows what the Star-Spangled Banner is about anymore. We just listen to it and our minds go blank. We all want to get wasted in America. That's what this country's about now. Thank you, Love Hate, for giving us this song. Thank
1: you, Jizzy.
3: This has one of my favorite tropes in rock and roll when they just list cities. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so when they uh, when they play in your city, they'll either name it or just say your city
2: Except so, to get applause. All they name is New Jersey, California, and Illinois. <laughs> well, that's the big three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's <a> big three. <laughs> I guess so. There it is. There it goes. Illinois. Yeah. Oh, give yeah, me Yeah, a but break. when they come Chicago, to Indianapolis. They'll, they'll say Indianapolis, like
3: when Huey Lewis played uh, Market Square <laughs> Arena back in 87.
0: <laughs> yeah, just like that.
1: Number two. <laughs> that there. was really long. Those are great. Oh, well, Let's crank this one up.
2: That's as loud as it goes.
1: This album needs to be remastered because it's fantastic. Is this what? off of uh, Blow My Fuse? This is off of Blow My Fuse. I correctly album. identified the band as Kicks.
0: Yeah, and I dug it. This song these dudes. is Cold Blood. A band named after cereal. Yeah, well. But the most rockin' cereal. Nobody, Nobody knows which came first.
3: Now, this is a really kick ass band. They have one of my favorite power ballads, uh, Don't Close Your Eyes.
1: Off the same album. Yeah. The title track off this album is great, but this is my favorite song on the record. It's I, like the, be- one of the best ACDC imitations I've, I've heard in my life.
0: This, this should be, this, is a, sweet
1: listen chorus. To this. this is
2: amazing. Is not sure what he said, but it sounds good. It's good loving's all you need.
0: Yeah. Old blood is all you bleed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah this, is this should listen.
0: just be called perfectly adequate hair metal. Because these these guys are, they're not. The highs aren't high, the lows aren't low. But if you but if you can't get into a Rat concert, you'll have a good time mm-hmm. at a at a Kicks
2: concert yeah, yeah. down the street at the Key Club. Um, these guys have, were around since 1977. Like a lot of these bands we're talking about, they sort of formed, uh, made the song that we t- were talking about, and then went away. But like these guys.
1: These guys were around through all the 80s and did some good albums before this one, but this was kind of like, oh, this is our shot. This is our shot to grab the brass ring of success by jumping on the hair metal movement, even though we're kind of more of a sleazy ACDC kind of kind of working band. Working they, they only reached prize.
3: for
2: the brass. Yeah, that,
0: this is the kind, <laughs> that's the type of delusion that runs around in a hair metal band. I'm going to reach for that brass ring of success. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, the thing though is that this chorus is pure gold. Oh my god, yeah. When it goes up. Yeah. It's easy. Oh man, when I'm gonna cough.
0: The rat I'm a concert was sold yeah. out. Th- then you get into this concert and you're like, ah, this is a bummer. Then this comes on and you're like, yeah, this is yeah, good. This isn't so bad. Yeah. Great, I'm bullet exactly Boys are probably opening. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, let's not say things we can't take back.
1: I'm going to go on record as saying that this song is better than anything Rat ever
0: did. Okay,
3: this song,
2: but I'm not putting kicks above Rat in the hierarchy. Alright, uh, No, got, no, no. You guys, ready? All right,
0: you all right, you guys, guys. ready to
2: find out what our number one song is? I'm ready to find out. Can you guys feel the tension in the air? Yeah. All all right, right. Here, here comes. comes. Here it comes. Here comes.
1: Number one. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Listen to this fucking
0: riff. Ah!
1: Yeah! This band is called Lillian Axe. This song is called True Believer. It's the most inspiring hair metal song ever
2: recorded. You want to talk about inspiring? Let me describe what just happened, people. Hollywood Steve just rolled up the vinyl of this album and shoved it up his own ass. That's what that noise was. With yeah. no lube. But that's how excited he is about this song.
3: I'm pretty sure that was a poison rip up top
1: there. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> this song is amazing.
0: I, 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 this is the one song I don't like on this list. Yeah. You are wrong. You are absolutely incorrect.
3: 1992 is way too late to be this candy ass.
1: <laughs> this is now. This is another band I feel like could fit into that kind of white lion stealth Christian. they did a, they did a, they did a few really good albums of just pop metal after it went out of style, and uh, they were kind of more power pop at the same time. Like they covered. They covered Badfinger on
2: this same album. Well, I gotta say, if these guys are, are Christian, is that what you were just talking about? They might be. I don't know. I well, haven't, I haven't one of them, one of them wears a cross. If these guys are Christian, this song is a billion times more inspiring than anything in the Bible. So congratulations, Amen. true believer. You Amen. have written the, the
0: new New Testament. <laughs> it still kind of sucks. This is good. have you read wrong. the New Testament? <laughs> this is, I don't think hair metal bands beat up a lot of other bands. <laughs> because they didn't want to mess up their hair. Or but their makeup. They would have made an exception to these guys, I have a feeling. These guys are pretty boy Floyd. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of spirit, smeared lipstick. A lot of aquanet up butts. And those guys would have been walking out, bruised, bleeding, cold blood. Broken heel. Broken heel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> their heels slung over their shoulder. Just,
1: just I the, think these. I think these non-true believers should shut the fuck up for a minute and enjoy... <laughs> amazing book
0: I do appreciate you are not
1: true believers I do appreciate that I, true believer
0: they did fall on their sword they didn't go listen guys I think grunge is the next thing we might want to change and they're like no, yeah, no you're, you're right. true you're believers right. yeah. we're riding this thing and we're taking it down it's going yeah, down, down, down with the, the ship.
2: ship yeah yeah all these bands have gone down with the ship yeah. this has been a great countdown so hats off to Hollywood Steve. Uh, I'm going to be rocking this playlist all weekend long. Goddamn right. That's yeah, um, good stuff. It was good stuff. Yeah. But what? what? Now Steve got to put this list together. What was left off of the list? Dave, is there anything that you missed? Uh, two songs. Uh, I really like
3: Sweet F.A. Uh, the band Sweet F.A. The band Sweet F.A. Thanks for clarifying. Because the... Um, the lead singer's cousin was in my 8th grade class, and there was rumors that they were Sweet F. A was going to play our 8th grade dance. Wow! Never, never happened. Oh. Uh, also, I like the band Steelheart, uh, my favorite power ballad,
1: uh, Angel Eyes, I'll Never Let You Go. That's not obscure, though. That was successful. Was it really? It's brilliant, yeah. Well, well I know my, it was the first song right. my wife and I danced. We're talking to about what's buddy. not on the
0: list, guys. Yeah. Now, what is? I wanted Femme Fatale on this list. I can't remember the name of the song because it's not on my list right now, but... But it was a it was a lady. I wanted some ladies talking about it in there because I find lady I, hair metal awesome. Because I'm I'm convinced ninety percent of it's about whiskey dick.
1: I love that <laughs> smashed <laughs> Gladys song that you played too. I like that one. Check out smashed Gladys more lady
2: hair metal. Um, well, the song that I missed, Hunter put it in our temp folder when we come up with these show ideas. We make a big folder of music and we listen to it and decide what should, in the, the what should be on it. Anyway, there's a song on there called Switchblade Serenade. What was the name of that band? Uh, Spread Eagle? Spread Eagle. How could I forget <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's like about a couple fighting or something and just like, it's got the best... Uh, opening lyric and in music right? history. Yes, it's about fighting and fucking, I think. But the opening lyric is, I got a wicked woman, woman's got a vicious tongue. It's it's great. It's great. And no, I I missed that song on that list. Maybe we'll revisit the genre and we'll get to listen to some of those. Oh, Touch and Go is Femme
0: Fatale's song. I just remembered. Uh, uh,
2: just well, remembered. That does it for our countdown and our show. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Dave, what do we got coming up next week? Next week, we've got a real controversial
3: list. It's called... They probably fucked.
2: Yeah, we're trying to figure out exactly what that means, so we'll give you a week to think about it, and then we'll get our shit together. And it's going to be great. It's going to be really great.
1: Follow J.D. Risnar on Twitter at J.D. Risnar. Follow Dave at David B. Lyons. Follow Hunter into the men's room at Will Rogers State Beach. Mm. And follow me, Hollywood Steve. At Hollywood Steve H. These are Twitter things.
2: Yeah, like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Go to yachtrock.com. The website might be up and running. You never know. Maybe. You yeah, you pretty never sure, know. you thanks sure, but you never know. Uh, thanks for, uh, to Dustin Marshall for producing this for us. He's Thank you, very Dustin. He's always generous Hooray. for his time and talent. Thanks, Dustin. And uh, check out other Feral Audio podcasts at feralaudio.com. That- I saw on social media Kumel Nanjiani, who's a nice guy. He's <laughs> got a. <laughs>
1: Well-known <laughs> comedian as he's well. He's got
2: a podcast about talking about that show that's coming back, X Files, yeah. and he got to interview the two main actors from the show. Yeah. So I bet that's a good podcast to listen to if you like that show. Check it or out, you're a comedian. All right, thanks a lot, guys.
3: Feral Audio.